This is Speaking of Psych with Sara and Leah, and this is episode seven. So we're covering speaking of therapy. The points we're going to be covering today are what is therapy, the benefits of therapy, common misconceptions about therapy, alternative options, and why your mental health matters. And also just how to help convince somebody if you think they need therapy to get into therapy, and how to talk to people and get them to realize the benefit of therapy. So at the end, we'll also be going over a question that we received and also anonymous recounts. So stay tuned for that. First, what is therapy? Therapy is the process of talking to a trained counsellor about your emotional and mental problems and your relationships in order to understand and improve the way you feel and behave. There are several types of therapy, but for today, we're focusing on individual therapy. There are several benefits of therapy. Like therapy can help you learn lifelong coping skills. It can change the way you interact with people in your life in a good way. Through its link to happiness, therapy can lead to more productivity. It can help improve communication skills. It can make you feel empowered, and it can empower you to develop fresh insights about your life. It can also help you learn to make healthier choices and develop strategies to manage the stress. The ultimate goal of therapy is just to improve your overall mental health to ensure you're the happiest and healthiest that you can be. It improves your outlook on life and can end up improving relationships and friendships in the process. So by talking to a trained person, they obviously have the ability and the knowledge to understand what you're going through. And it's very rare that your case is individual. It's quite likely that they've actually talked to hundreds or possibly even like thousands of people going through the same thing as you so they have become aware of different strategies to help you cope with whatever it is that you're going through and it can help you feel empowered as we mentioned before because you're in charge because you're sort of taking control back of your life if that makes sense because something might have happened where you sort of lost control maybe you were feeling very anxious all the time or depressed or you were struggling with an eating disorder and finally doing something about that even if it's just small steps can really really improve your happiness level make you feel more in control and put your life on a better trajectory of sorts, I guess. The cognitive behavioral therapy is the most common method used. Therapists use this to treat many conditions, including anxiety, bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse and addiction, OCD, phobias, post-traumatic stress disorder. So in CBT, your therapist will guide the sessions with an emphasis on the important role of thinking of about how you feel and about what you do and the actions that you take. So essentially, this is the most common type of therapy and I think it's the one that's shown in all the movies and films. And it's where you go in and not always is it's is it shown with like the chair that you lie down on and then the therapist with like a clipboard. It's not actually like that at least not in my experience. (laughs) It's genuinely more of like a conversation with someone who has the skills to help you. And it's not like you're a patient, it's more just a little helpful session with someone, you know? It's like having a conversation about how you feel. So it's like having a conversation that's all about you, you know, and how you're feeling and what you're thinking. It's so great. And we'll go on to talk about this later, but even if you, it's just like simple stuff, just managing like school stress, even if you don't have something specific, or a mental disorder that you're struggling with. Therapy is awesome because it just gives you the chance to talk about yourself without feeling guilty because obviously this is what the person's trained to 
you shouldn't ever feel guilty about talking about your feelings or about yourselves anyways but it's a space where they are actually equipped to deal with whatever it is that you're telling them whereas maybe if you were talking to a friend they can probably empathize but they might not know the solution or things that you can do to fix whatever issue it is so yeah that actually brings us perfectly onto the misconceptions about therapy yeah so one of the biggest misconceptions about therapy is people saying that they don't need therapy because they don't have serious problems so as i mentioned there are multiple reasons to seek therapy whether it's depression anxiety trauma a stressful home or work life or understanding or wanting to understand more about your relationship patterns so you don't really need to be diagnosed or think you have anxiety depression it can literally just be an issue with friends an issue with this with your social life just a problem at home you could just talk to someone about it and they can help you deal with it in like a really healthy way and therapists don't really judge your problems based on the seriousness as long as you're interested in learning more about yourself and improving aspects of your life they can help you with that typically the longer people wait to start therapy the worse the problem might get and the longer it might take to resolve the problem so you all you have to do is ask yourself if you're happy or satisfied with your current state and if you're not and if there's anything you want to change then you should definitely go to therapy yeah 100% it's not something that you should delay unless of course we understand that it might not be an option to everyone which again we'll go on to talk about later what you can do instead but if it is an option to you even if you're not struggling with something if you're not 100% satisfied in life go because you don't have anything to lose worst case scenario it isn't right for you then you can do something else about it but that links perfectly onto the next misconception that as soon as you go in the first session everything's going to be fixed or you'll understand what to do a lot of the times and i think we actually have someone talking about this in our um form later on but the first person you go to might not be the right fit for you every therapist style and every psychologist style is different they'll be used to taking different people you might need someone who's a bit more gentle and takes things slower you might need someone who's quite harsh and tells you exactly what you need to do you might need someone who is just there to listen it depends it differs don't always expect a result immediately and don't always expect to find the right person if it isn't working for you ask to change ask to see somebody else they understand that they know that they're aware that they're not suitable for everyone so don't worry about offending them this is their career they get that their style might not suit everyone and actually they might have a recommendation about who's better suited for you so if it's not working don't keep going to that person go to somebody else and trust me it will make a difference even if you're not ex- exactly very sure whether it's working or not if you just don't get the sense that you're comfortable with them you can definitely change therapy is all about just and wanting and feeling comfortable around someone that you can talk to and i know with me it took ages to find the right therapist i just wanted to quickly add on to that about scheduled sessions majority of therapists do do it so that you come in every tuesday at this time per se or whatever date and time it is but also it doesn't have to work like that you could schedule them for literally once a month or once every two months or literally just schedule for when you need it it doesn't have to be a commitment where you have to go in every week obviously some people need that and that works for some people but if it's just a general checkup think of it like you know a doctor's checkup you'll go to a doctor just as a checkup every now and then just to make sure everything's all good it's the same mentally just a general checkup and whenever even if you feel like you don't need it, it might be nice just to talk about whatever it is because 
Oh, I can tell you right now, no one's life is 100% stress-free. There's going to be something. And if you have that appointment every now and then to talk about whatever something that is, that can just help you have so much more of a positive outlook on life. If you go to a therapist, most of them aren't going to schedule a session a week just to get money out of you. I promise that. They'll probably just tell you whether you need more sessions to like help you with an issue, whether it's just you need more help or whether they think that you can come in once a month. So ask your therapist for their opinion and obviously use your own judgment as well. Now we're moving on to the third misconception that people think that therapy isn't confidential. So a lot of people tend to stay away from therapy with the fear that it isn't confidential. However, therapists keep their patients' information between them and their patient. This can be a big issue in schools mostly because you don't really want everyone knowing the issues you're facing to be in. You don't want them out in public. However, even school counselors do not share this information with anyone unless you're a threat to yourself or others. But if you're suffering from anxiety or depression, likelihood is they're definitely not going to tell anyone. Client therapy privilege is a genuine thing. They're not allowed to tell anyone. They're not even allowed to tell your parents without your permission if it's a school counselor per se, unless, of course, you're at the risk of causing harm to yourself or others. That, in extenuating circumstances, they will have to probably contact the school or tell your head of year and your parents, but only in that extreme case. And even then, they would never announce it to the school. It would only be to your closest contact your parents they don't actually have the right to email your therapist and find out what you're saying they are, the therapist will deny that i'm sure they have gotten that in the past and they will straight up just say no I, i'm not allowed to give you that information unless of course you are comfortable with it and you've told the therapist that you know what i'm saying you can relate to my parents especially if it is something that's an issue between like you and your parents and you want to resolve it but you need that third party person to resolve it you can give them permission to tell your parents but yeah definitely nothing to worry about moving on to the next misconception that therapy is for mentally disturbed people so this is more of like an old misconception so the stigma around therapy has been worked on more and more in the 21st century but there is a misconception with previous generations that therapy is thought for like to be for the unstable for unstable people which is completely untrue Therapy helps with disorders that are very common, such as anxiety, EDs, depression, and it's not for the clinically insane individual. So if you're going to therapy, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you are striving towards having a better outlook on life, and it has nothing to do with how mentally insane. But this is all with air quotes, by the way, insane you are. Yeah, I just want to add on to that, that. I think it's very much a cultural thing as well. I know that we have people listening from all over the world, which is super cool, by the way, but definitely depending on what culture you're from, there's a big misconception. For example, in a lot of like brown culture, it's not a very common thing for parents to be okay with therapy, but that's changing and that's only going to change if we start to implement that change. So if you feel you need it, talk to your parents, give them resources, be like, look, you know, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me or it doesn't mean that I'm weak or something like that. It means that I just need someone to help guide me or someone who's educated in this to teach me more. And by doing that, you're gonna help break that stigma and definitely don't be afraid because of a cultural thing or if there's anyone in your family whether that's your aunt or uncle that's a bit more maybe open try approaching them instead about it and maybe they can help convince your parents if they're not the most open to therapy 
it's starting to actually talk about it is what's going to implement that change and keeping that stigma i definitely think that as a generation we're becoming so much more aware and for our kids it might be easier going to therapy and things like that and as a whole i think that our new upcoming generation is more just socially aware and tolerant socially tolerant to a lot more things add something but if you know that there's someone in your family that could potentially suffer from a mental illness chances are someone in your family will would have suffered from something so if you know who it is definitely talk to them even if you don't just just keep in mind that someone there whether they don't know it or not is probably going through something of the same if you can express what you're feeling and someone will be able to relate to with you and just like vouch for you saying that you need therapy and you should definitely go and on to the next one which is therapy is endless and will cost a fortune we do know that a lot of people can't afford therapy but we'll come on to alternative resources later but um, a 2010 study done in the american journal of psychiatry concluded that nearly half of the people in therapy use three to ten sessions one in nine go on to have more than 20 sessions so honestly not, not many people go past 10 sessions and if you do need it it's just because it's just because it helps you as a person and so it's not like an endless journey where it'll take like seven years to come out obviously you make progress throughout the year throughout the way and you might choose to stay in therapy for longer which is completely fine but don't think that you're obligated to stay as long as you start to feel better i think that's all anyone could want honestly yeah just that one session to talk about everything get everything off your shoulders and um just say anything that you want to say can be so helpful so therapeutic definitely it's not something that has to be a long-term commitment and also something to consider obviously this will range for country to country but i know at least in dubai a lot of insurance packages cover therapy they do and they are starting to now i'm sure they do in the uk i know that their nhs has a sector for psychology so that would be completely free if you're a british citizen i know in the us it's a bit different i'm not really sure exactly how it would work there but definitely do check because if you are having an issue you can get prescribed therapy which means that it's either a lot cheaper or free our last misconception is that therapists have ready-made solutions for all of your life's problems a lot of people believe that therapy is just three to ten sessions of answers and solutions to your problems and a good therapist does tailor tra- treatment sessions around the needs of their clients instead of plugging clients into ready-made formulas because there aren't any ready-made formulas they just help you deal with your emotions and also give you solutions to try and help you just understand them better and how to better yourself as a person everyone has a different backstory and everyone needs a different like method to try and help them so although there are a lot of techniques such as cbt but those tend to focus a lot about the patient's background it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing as i mentioned before they probably have come across someone who's experienced the same thing as you but they're not going to give you the same solution that they gave that person because it maybe didn't stem from the same thing or even if it did the way that it stemmed from it still affects you differently as humans we all react to a situation completely differently and depending on that they will tailor therapy to you that finishes our misconceptions about therapy so next we're going to go on to alternative options for therapy
Yeah, so obviously the first one's going to be the school counsellor. So most schools in Dubai, we know, obviously offer a school counsellor, our school does, and I'm sure a lot of schools abroad do as well. And just going to a school counsellor is a great way to just talk through any issues you have. They're certified counsellors and they're there to help you with any issue, no matter how big or small. So whether it's just like a fight with friends or if it's a slightly more serious problem, you can go to them. When they're, if they're school counsellors, they're definitely free of cost, so, that, so money should not be an issue in that situation. And we strongly suggest just going for one session and then deciding if you want to do more, if you want to um, just hold back a little bit, but we really do suggest going for one. And even if you feel like they're not the best, which we completely understand, obviously not the school isn't going to have like 30 counsellors to help, help out, but I think just talking through your issues with anyone, especially if they are certified, just helps. Yeah, and I know that there are specific school counsellors, but also maybe if you don't feel comfortable with them, if there's a teacher that you feel comfortable with and that you would be more happy approaching, you can also try and ask them. Of course, they aren't trained in it, so this is more of like a last resort kind of thing if you're not comfortable with the school counsellors. But yeah, you can ask a teacher, you can ask a a member of staff that you would feel a bit more comfortable talking to um, and also ask your friends because it's likely that one of them has probably been to the school counsellor and they might give you tips they might tell you which one they personally preferred or the style that they do and that could help you make sort of more of an informed choice yeah so the next option is support groups here in the uae the lighthouse arabia holds free support groups for different issues like grief support COVID-related support groups, coping with cancer support groups, relating through race, ASD, Asperger's support groups, and so many more. And they're also tailored to age, a lot of them, so it's not necessarily mixed. There will be some that are mixed. There will be some specifically to 18 years old and plus, some for teenagers. So that's an example in the UAE, but abroad, they definitely do have them as well. Check the biggest, the local clinic in your area. Check their website, check any of the big ones in your country as well and even some abroad they might be open to having international people most likely they will be free and they will probably be online on zoom meaning it's completely accessible if you have a device that also means that if you're not comfortable yet talking to your parents they don't necessarily have to know about it or if you don't want to approach someone else in your family you can go to these support groups online and they can also help you maybe then get into therapy definitely a hundred percent check that out yeah and then finally we have online therapy so websites like talkspace.com are cheaper options of therapy while still providing you with the ability to get some help i know that talkspace is one available in dubai but if you can do that they're not free but they are definitely cheaper and do provide you with i think there's also a level of flexibility there because it's online you can do it from your house one free one it's a hundred percent free and it's available worldwide and honestly like it's amazing is seven cups like the number seven and then cups it's free they'll connect you to somebody who has actually had to do a cause in active listening i know that on some sites you unfortunately have like malicious people who are out there who aren't going to help you but on a site like seven cups who have had to go through training it kind of weeds out all those people online is a great place to check (laughs) wait sorry that being said i just realized make sure that like online therapy we're talking about places that are specific to actual therapy not like a random stranger on the internet 
spill your feelings to you. <laughs> yeah, I think we just, I just want to clear that up. That's not the best idea. We're not recommending that. Definitely yeah. try and be safe because obviously the internet's a bit of a creepy place and we, we want everyone to get help and online therapy is a cheaper or even free option but make sure you're doing it safely. Moving on to the next one is why your mental health matters. So your well-being is determined by three factors, your physical health, your social environment and your mental health. So if one of them isn't healthy, you aren't considered a healthy individual. A common mental health issue is stress. It's not just a mental issue because we know that stress brings in higher levels of cortisol which impacts your physical health as well. Yeah, so higher levels of cortisol can actually physically cause heart disease, higher blood pressure, weakened immune system, asthma, gastronomical problems, and a premature death as well. Depression alone can cause chronic fatigue, insomnia, increased sensitivity to aches and pains due to abnormal functions of different neurotransmitters. Even schizophrenia is associated with double the risk of death from heart disease and three times the risk of death from a breathing issue the longer you wait to seek for any help you're facing the harder it is to get the help as we mentioned before and they're so severely linked actually a lot of the times if you go to a doctor with some sort of physical issue it actually relates to a mental issue so perhaps if you're like for example in girls if you're missing your period or if your growth is abnormal for teenagers or if you're experiencing early signs of aging or something like that a lot of that is just because of your mental health and one thing that they'll prescribe to you might not be medicine it might be therapy so if you think that it could be because of a mental issue go and check that out it's not always that they're so heavily interlinked that doing one severely helps the other yeah and the same goes with like your physical health and affecting your mental health so we know that thyroid issues causes hormone imbalances which causes mental health and people who do have have suffered through accidents or any issues like that their physical health does affect their mental health so it goes both ways so do take care of both of them as long as well as your social life our next section is how to help others with therapy if you know anyone that's going to therapy and you're aware of that obviously ask them how they're doing make sure they're okay and let them know that you're there for them but also don't force them to give out any information that they give into their therapist if you know someone who you think should probably go to therapy whether it be through depression anxiety or even just small um, issues at home or with friends do let them know you can just really suggest it and tell them that you care about them and make sure you know that everything you're, you're saying is in their best interest i think just also making sure that they know that they're worth it they should be working on their mental health creating a positive ethos I guess around this would convince so many more people to go to therapy and just gently approach it don't force anyone to do something that they're not comfortable with but bring it up it might be a difficult conversation it might not be the easiest thing to talk about but if you know that someone whether that's like a family member or a friend if you if for example someone in your family is seems to be quite low offer it to them and maybe offer them the alternatives as well telling them the benefits maybe getting them to listen to a podcast like this of sorts which talks about the benefits of therapy can 
really open up their minds because it probably hasn't even crossed a lot of people's minds they might just be like oh i'm just sad but everybody is there's nothing i can do about it so many people have that mindset and we know that that's not true if it's someone who you're you're at that level with and you genuinely think that they can talk to them about it that's the best thing that you can do we mentioned in the last couple of episodes as well with all of the episodes covering disorders that people who do suffer from these disorders tend to invalidate themselves. I know with people with depression and things that I mean everyone's just a little sad or they don't need help or they're not worth getting help. Everyone is worthy of help and everyone should get help. So yeah, just know that people tend to invalidate themselves with any kind of disorder that they have. That being said, just know that also as a friend, yes, of course you should bring it up, but if they refuse to and if there's nothing you can do about it, it's not your fault don't feel guilty about it don't beat yourself down just because you couldn't convince somebody to go to therapy but it is that definitely try because worst case scenario they'll say no but best case scenario they'll get the help that they need and you'll have drastically improved your friend or your loved one's life moving on to questions and recounts so this is a question for us leah what are our opinions on some people's beliefs about therapy when some people say it's not needed it'll give names such as depressed etc and it'll feed into your head and you'll become worse by acting like it so essentially what this question is saying just in case um you didn't get that it's saying that if you go to therapy all you're going to get from it is a label and it's just going to feed into your head that's not true in my personal opinion what i have like seen in the past they are very reluctant to give you a label any good psychologist will avoid actually giving you a label if they don't think that you are depressed they're going to do what they can to help how you're feeling you're not necessarily going to go in there and they're going to be like right okay these are your symptoms you're depressed that's the session over leave that's not what therapy is it's talking about your issues therapy is not labeling it for such it's talking about how to fix your issues i definitely don't think that you'll become worse acting like it and i definitely don't think it will feed into whatever it is that you are placing yourself in i think that the prime role that it will play is just helping you get out of that if that makes sense in fact i think it gives you a new perspective and if you're like the whole world is ending you know everyone hates me they're gonna put that into perspective they'll be like that's not realistic obviously they'll, they'll phrase it better than that they'll say it in you know proper terms and they'll help you and they'll help talk you through it but essentially they will tell you what it really is or what at least they think it really is and it normally isn't what is going through your head so i definitely completely disagree with that statement from my personal experience when i when i shared some of my fears with like they're like that's not you that's an anxious thought it helped me separate from what was me and what was anxiety or what was my eating disorder i feel like it just helped with was letting me know this thought is in my brain it's something else that's coming in and they kind of helped me recognize which ones which and which ones i need to ignore and which ones i need to take in if you're going to a psychologist a psychiatrist is different a psychiatrist is essentially a psychologist that will prescribe you medicine and you normally be sent to them if it's a bit more severe and you need something like an antidepressant or an antipsychosis something like that to help you go get through whatever you're doing they will most likely put a label on it but 
of course like that's not what therapy is that's just a form of therapy and that's when it's like needed because you need this medication and some people do prefer to have a label for it because if they have a label then it kind of helps them understand it more but definitely therapy is so flexible it's completely up to you if you don't want a label tell the therapist that you can straight up tell them you know i don't want to be placed into any categories but this is what i'm feeling and i just want help working through this so the next one's a recount from someone giving advice and they say that it takes a lot of time to find a therapist that's right for you it's really important that you make sure it's a comfortable experience i've been through about five people now and i'm with someone i really like i used to absolutely dread therapy and now i'm somewhat content with having someone to talk to also it's important to manage the come down from therapy i get very low moods and i know others who experience the same so being able to take time to unwind after the sessions and practice well-being activities is vital and finally from experience therapy does not work unless you want it to you will learn new things each session and you have to be willing to implement those exercises after therapy if you want to get better yeah so i think everything this person has said is completely true definitely as we mentioned before you probably will have to go to multiple psychologists to find the one that works for you of course that being said if the first person you go to works for you that's fine you don't have to keep swapping but keep that in mind also definitely the thing about lows after therapy sessions it's going to be heavy talking about your feelings will take a mental toll on you and in the long run it's going to really really improve your mental health but in the short term it might make you feel a bit uneasy kind of coming out um, of the session and it might make you feel a bit low because you had to talk about everything and maybe bring up some stuff that you didn't want to bring up but like this person said if you start to actually implement what they've taught or what they've been teaching you and talking to you about in therapy you'll notice a difference and you won't notice that difference unless you genuinely try yeah and i completely agree it's like everything works because you want it to it's like if you go to therapy they assume that you want to change and you have to take their advice especially because i think a lot of people might be like oh it's not working every time i leave a session i feel low keep in mind that might just be because you had to go through things you had to relive in some sort of way but that should not discourage you think about the long-term benefits and the help that it could give. I just wanted to also add, if you have anything to say or anything that you wish we had covered, you can send it on any of the upcoming forms that we send out, even if it's not related to that topic. Don't worry about that. We can always add something in at the end of uh, the next podcast. Yeah, and there's just one last thing I wanted to add. It's just that I know that when a lot of people went to the first session of therapy, they expect to come out with a solution to help with that week or a solution to something else. In general, from my experience, therapy, the first session is them just learning about you and who you are as a person, what struggles you face. So it's more about just recounting. So the first session might not feel very good, but once you move on to second, third, fourth, fifth, they know more about you, they know about how you think, and that's when they start to help you. Some people do find that session alone to be helpful because all they actually needed was to talk about it. And once they talked about it and they just said, it out loud to someone that are already helped so yes alone it can actually also just be a form of not a solution but it can help ease the pain that you're dealing with i think that that is everything for today i really do hope that this helped somebody i hope you found this helpful yeah same this was more of like a community kind of episode that we hope everyone enjoys so thank you we started a twitter account and um a linkedin and hopefully (laughs) a tiktok 
soon. So go follow those. It's all on our link tree, so you can find it there. And our link tree is available on every single platform. Go check those out. Bye. Bye.